Germany can't afford the girls to be captured. A war with Germany will be the end of England. No one likes a traitor. These girls give me hope. Thank you. Yes, uh, Whitehall 1154, please. Ah, very good. <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> Eddie, thank you so much for talking to me today. I'm a huge fan. What a great thriller. And, uh, you know, in your, in your standard routine, Dress to Kill, you did a World War II routine. And Valkyrie, you started with Tom Cruise about the assassination attempt of, of Hitler. And now six minutes to midnight, uh, finishing girls of the Nazi high command. Is it safe to say that you're a World War II buff? <laughs> yeah, I'm semi-encyclopedic on World War II because it was a very clear war. Um, I don't think the German side thought that, um, but uh, it was very clear from, from with, with history that, um, you know, a good side and a bad side. And 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 I, I, I'm fascinated by human beings. Do we learn? Do we learn from history? You know, if we do not learn from history, we're doomed to repeat it. And it seems that a number of people just don't pay attention to the past. But you can always learn what, what humans are going to do in the, in the future because there's a certain element of just ignoring what went wrong last time and saying, let's try that again. Let's try that. Some politicians at the moment, very moment, are saying, let's try the 1930s again. Let's just lie and see if we can get away with it. Oh, it's, you know. So we hope we can move on. But uh, having a girls' school, it's interesting. It has a picnic at Hanging Rock feel to it. Because if it was a boys' school that were, you know, German boys learning English, that's a different feel. That's much more physical and, and threat of violence. But the, the girls' schools are much more, my, much more, uh, it's an emotive and uh, uh, sort of a, worrying about their hearts and minds. And it, violence isn't really a part of it. It's just how they're going to be and what's going to happen. And are they totally getting swept up with a Nazi indoctrination or not? Can you, can any, can any one of them be saved? And you found this story at a museum exhibit, I understand? Yes, there was, uh, I'm a patron of the Bexon Sea Museum. I grew up there for half my life. My dad grew up there, Graham was born there. Um, little seaside town. So as a patron, because I got a bit known, so would you like to be a patron? And yes. And then the curator said, here's, look, they had loads of schools in, in Bexhill. And this is a, the blazer badge of a girls' school that had the British flag on it and the Nazi flag on it. And those two things together on, on, on one badge? I mean, what the hell? What is that? That's uh, right there. And right there and then I thought there's a film in that. <laughs> and now, 10 years later, we're coming out and Judy Dench is playing the head teacher of the school. Um, yeah. Seeing her, seeing her do that hail victory salute, that was shocking, even in the film. Yes, yes, it's, yeah, uh, Zee Judy Dench doing the Zee which is, and we had, they had to shoot it and shoot it and shoot it, you know, again and again and again in different ways. So there's a whole, you know, several hours worth of, of shooting, which was quite effective. And these were German girls as well who, um, yeah, so that was a tough day, but uh, we know that happened. We know they did that in the school. And pinning that Nazi party pin on Thomas's lapel, not only did the character look repulsed, but I think Eddie Izzard looked repulsed. It just came shining through. Well, what I was, what has to happen there is when that the, she pins it on me and my mind is taken away and there's the camera there because I wouldn't want that on. But as soon as I see that what it is, I can't do anything about it because if I do, it's too obvious. And then people will realize that I'm not who I seem to be. So I have to leave it there for the evening. And then 
it turns into this problem. Um, but yes, um, that is weird to think that I have I have moved around with a <laughs> with a nasty thing. But it's it's quite a small one. But you know, it's it, it's it's not something you want to have on your on your jacket. But, Definitely um, not. Well, one of my one of my all time favorites, Jim Broadbent, at the very top of the film as a local bus driver. And not only does he give like a little bit of comic relief, but then later on in the film, he becomes a vital ally to Thomas Miller. Absolutely. And he plays Charlie, the bus driver. And my grandfather was Charlie is the bus driver, a bus driver in Bexhill. So it's based on my granddad. And, and uh, Jim was very happy to be driving a 1930s bus. He's there when it screeches to a halt, we jump out of his farmhouse. That's him at the wheel. <laughs> well, you're actor, writer, producer, triple threat for this movie. And you got your workout in. You were running all over the English countryside in this movie. Well, you know, I've run 130 marathons for charity now, so people know I can run, so it, it's no big deal. I'm just, I don't think people thought of this me, bef me before this, but now they know I've been running marathons for 10 years now. And uh, uh, so, yeah, and I'm a scrapper. I'm a, I'm a, you know, if people fight me, I will fight them back. So <laughs> uh, it's, I'm, I'm not James Bond, but I will, I will, I will fight. So, yeah, I, I love doing action movies, but they don't normally give me those roles. So I'll give you these roles. But it's funny because last time we spoke, Eddie, was the, the Igor junket. I think it was 2008. And I can't tell you how many months it took to get from England to Las Vegas, but I got this picture off your website once upon a time. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I just think you're just one of my favorite people on the planet. So thank you so much today. Uh, great film. And it's always great to talk to you. And uh, good luck with the film. Thank you very much, Jeffrey. Cheers.